Hey everyone, welcome to Murder Moose. Hey! Murder Moose! Part of the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. And as I see today, we're announcing we're doing our our third annual Halloween-like con in October, which is dope. Wait, what? Yeah. We just got announced in our Discord and shit and on the Twitters. No way. Yeah. Yes way. Yeah, very nice. But I'm Holy. Rod. Hey, Rod. This, this beautiful man next to me is Josh. What is up, you sexy bitch? Oh, you know, I, uh, I've i had a good weekend, man. It's still the weekend. We're no, we never, ever record yeah. on the weekends. Rod is a busy bitch. Yep. So I, now- I have to work second shift on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and I'm barely like- I'm barely getting out. Like I'm gonna have to stream before I go to work, and then like barely getting out in time to to go do talk uh, uh, American Psycho with uh, T and them. Mm-hmm. So so I'm gonna do that on Wednesday. But we're all good, man. It's like yeah. So it's just it's it, it's only for this week. We're trying to wrap up some tests and stuff. And like the other guy who does my job with me, yeah, has like little kids. So I'm like I'll work second okay. shift. So it's like. Because he has, you know, kids to, you know, you know, family to worry about. I just have the wife and the dogs, so here I am. So yeah, we're recording like it's like one o'clock on Sunday for us. So it's nice. like I'm drinking Monster while recording, which normally wouldn't happen at like seven, seven thirty, eight o'clock at night. So because then I would be wired until like oh right three a.m. or some shit like that, right? So uh, nice. so how the fuck are you, you beautiful bastard? I'm good, man. I uh, my old bass player had his bachelor party last night, so I was the the DD, but also the the heavy metal screen. <laughs> it was so funny because like we went to like one of those classic ones that has the like rooms you can get, so you can just like the Korean yeah. type ones. And uh, we were just like putting on a whole bunch. Of, there's like a ton of Slipknot and like all these weird oh, like man. metal songs to. But then every other song, it didn't matter. Everyone was just like doing a weird like, <laughs> and so my voice is like Ugh, this morning. So yeah, I was going I was to say, town. It was fun. That's a lot of screaming, especially if you're doing it for hours on end, and you're like yeah. completely and we're sober. The only ones. Yeah. yeah, and I was, I was I was having some Red Bulls last night too. So yeah, um, stayed up late and sang my heart out. It was fun. Yeah, we were gonna um. So we were uh, talking with Continue about doing the the Shining, uh, the Doctor Sleep thing, and she couldn't do it tonight or today. So we uh, she didn't even stream today, which is weird for her on Sunday. So um, yeah, we're gonna do move that to after like after uh, our episode 100 because we're we oh, should nice. be doing the we should be doing the KPP and talking to the Fly next week is the the plan for this whole. That's gonna be a fun one. Yeah, she's never seen it. I, th- I thought we were doing the Shining one, so I was preemptive and did my Shining like alternate yeah. poster, and I fucking love how it turned out. Oh, it's it really awesome. fun one. Yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna do one for Doctor Sleep. Just, uh, well, if there's time, I might, but I don't know how I would even like showcase it. I usually like to do one every episode to kind of like coincide with the Murder Moose episode. Yeah. This is the first time, like you know time constraints whatever and the fact that i i did the wrong movie and poster uh for this week anyways but this week we're doing yeah. day shift and all their posters and all their creative for the movie 
is so well done that I felt yeah. like I couldn't. It's it's in like a style that I would like to do anyways. And with all their high res images and their digital conversion of uh, to like digital art, it looks fantastic. I love yeah. how it all turned out. And I don't think with my time constraint, I could add to it or make it better. Like yeah. I normally feel I can kind of put my own flair on it and make it something that I'm proud of. They've, they've made me proud. I love yeah. what they've done. So it's very like your, it. it's very your style. And I think I, I have an idea. I, if you do Dr. Sleep, do it like, you know, those posters when like, I know with star Wars, they've done them where like, it's like three posters in one or one, po three posters that like connect together. Maybe do something that's like, it connects to your, the shining poster. Like they like, like if you put them next to each other, it's like one poster, but like, broken apart into two posters and maybe do something like that where you like you know you do that would be cool right like it's like i don't know how because, to do that because usually when you do something like that you have to like think ahead and this one is I'm, like it's it's already cropped in <laughs> so you could also i, I could, could do it in the same like aesthetic yeah. for sure but or you could come in and maybe like touch up a side right like i would say you would put the shining on the left because it came first and then yep. you do something like you just you could either put something there or you just do something with the edge and do it. I mean, you don't have to. I'm just throwing ideas out there, but you know, I, like I love that, your. Yeah. I, I like that uh, that direction for sure. Like to to think about it as, but I think that's where I would kind of have to go because it's like the continuation anyway. So yeah, I don't know. I I really want to. I'm excited to rewatch Doctor Sleep. I'm yeah. glad we're finally getting to this episode because it is a movie that I've we've talked about a lot and and now going into uh flanagan's like catalog and and talking about all his stuff a lot on the yeah. show too it's like i i have a deeper appreciation for who he is as like a, a creative and yeah. i think I'll, I'll i'll see that more in that movie and the direction he was trying to take it but if i see it the same way at the the three-quarter mark of the movie where it just kind of goes off the rails uh, I hate when gonna, that shit happens. I'm gonna. I mean, like, we're gonna have to talk with continue when we do it. But I, I'm interested in diving into the director's cut just because of how Jerry talks about the director's cut and how. Oh, is that what we're gonna do? I, I, I think so. I don't know what the time difference is though, and with it being two movies and stuff, you have to go. Well, I've already watched The Shining, so I just did that because yeah. I thought we were doing it today. So Shining's yeah. already. And to be honest, I've already watched The Shining. I think that was like my 10th time seeing it. I, yeah. I was really obsessed with that movie at one time. Yeah. And uh, it it, hol it just it holds up so well. It's so yeah. well done. It's just like every, like in trying to come up with a few things to put on the poster that are like iconic. Yeah. The whole fucking movie and like half of the shots in it are iconic. And yeah. it was so hard to like whittle it down to the the few items i did i felt like and also looking at just the sheer amount of like insanely well done alternate posters there are for oh, the yeah. shining already yeah. i didn't want to choose images that were used over and over again so yeah. i i went with a little more obscure uh 
photo selections to 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 put on there as well. So you know, I don't know. It's it's one of those movies though that's like so iconic with even people who aren't horror people, right? Like it's an iconic film. It's like yes, I no, it's by I think it's Kubrick's most talked about film by far, right? And it's like just saying a lot. And so you sit there and go, yeah, there's some. I mean, like you have things like Room Two Thirty Four, the documentary about it, and all that stuff. My only problem with that movie now to this day is. Like the biggest problem I say is like Kubrick being the giant dickhole he was while shooting it and the just terrorizing right. the poor woman and just like destroying her mental health. Like that's shit that like if a director did what he did to her today, they would get canceled really bad because it's like, yes. hey, dude, you're like ruining people's mental health doing this shit. And which is, I mean, it's just we live in a different world than we did in 1980, right? Like, it, it just a, it is it's a different fucking world and yep. so it's like it, it's not anything to like shit all over the movie too bad about or anything like that but it's like something you have to keep in mind <coughs> because the different world and, and like all, like 42 years later you know from it coming out so it, it will right. be an interesting talk though for sure and i'm i'm stoked because i haven't watched dr sleep since the theater so it'll be a good uh dive back in you know um yeah so I think, like, I haven't, like, I finished up Sandman this week and really enjoyed it. Uh, and I know a lot of people. So what is that it, about? It, so Sandman's based off of the, the comic book from uh, Neil Gaiman, I think is his name. or I, But he's a comic book artist. And it's really, like, you taking ideas of these abstract ideas, like dreams and desire and uh things like that and you're turning them into these the these things called the endless who are you know kind of help the world they're basically created by humans or or the results of human like entities right and they right. basically help the world hold together and so this uh the main character's dream who's in charge of the dream world um he gets uh this there's this wealthy dude at the beginning of the 1900s who is trying to summon death using using magic who death is his like their siblings right is his sister and accidentally summons dream and uh and when he when he does he like basically captures him for like 100 years and like won't let him go because he's afraid he's gonna come after him and so it's that, and then you kind of have all the consequences of of the Dream Master, kind of the Sandman, being, like, taken away from his realm for 100 years and all this shit. And right. it's real, real good, man. It's real, like, they do some weird things, like, from a cinematography. Like, they use, like, a wider, like, they pull the, the, the um, they stretch the image a little bit, like, with the aspect ratio, so it seems more dreamlike. And it's very gothy and very like it, i kept seeing people going this is the a starter kit to to making millions of more goth kids like in the next whatever <laughs> amount of years yeah, um, yeah. it's really good it's really weird it's really like i guess there are differences to like the comics and stuff like that and like and a lot of it just seems like the differences have a lot to do with like the the reality of shooting this stuff in you know compared to a comic book like one of the big things i saw a video comparing it and it was like in the comics a dream the character has like these eyes that are like 
space like it's like you like blackness and stars and they they were talking about they were trying to do this like with cgi they tried it with context lenses and they the problem was it kept being that they the actor wasn't able to emote like he needed to as you know as an actor as not like just you know a comic on the page right and so he just has his regular eyes and stuff like that um and it's stuff like that but i've really i really enjoyed what it did with it not knowing anything about it besides it being an iconic graphic novel series you know um but it's real entertaining and it's 10 episodes and it's just like most of them are pretty self-contained right they'll have individual stories but then there's an overarching it kind of like breaks into two like two part episodes like the first five there's a big story arc and then the last five there's a story arc but like they're all connected anyway so but it's really really good and i would suggest you watch it if you like fantasy and and weird comic stuff and it's entertaining so nice yep 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 i okay. like it i like it i i don't know like um there's too much right now coming out yeah. all at the same time and it's it's not a bad thing it's giving me a list and it's creating that list for me netflix is uh Honing in, and and I think it's honestly because it's getting close to like the fall season and stuff like that, which I'm yeah. always totally excited about. I hope that we, uh, or I not hope, I know we're getting more Fear Street, and I'm fucking excited for that. And I just want more things down that avenue because like yeah. slasher stuff, and like I went with my niece yesterday and saw Bodies, 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 and I I don't know like in watching all the trailers that came before it because it. It is an A24 movie, but it's a Sony A24 movie. And yeah. honestly, Sony movies all suck. Every single one of them that I've yeah. seen, like I don't know a single Sony movie that I would put above almost anything else. Like Sony well, movies are just so mid-range. Wow. Like yeah. they're they're seriously to me like Netflix where we're we're going today, Netflix movies, they they are very consistent, consistently very in the middle. This movie follows that same consistent, like they don't, it's like they don't want it to be as the best thing it it could ever be. They, they're really good at funding it. Well, shooting it really well, casting insanely well because they have the money to fucking afford all the A-listers now. Yeah. Um, but for some reason, the execution and uh, just overall, like, it's just like, yeah, that was satisfying, I guess. Yeah. But it's never like, wow, wow, wow. Um, I felt the exact same way about every Sony movie I kind of have ever seen, except for, like, you know, Morbius and, like, all the Marvel shit that they're doing. They just they don't understand what the fuck they have, it, yeah. and they don't do a good job. That's why, like, with, like, the only reason Spider-Mans are as good as they are is because... They're not all that really Sony's contributing to this is the the fucking characters that they've, you know, bought in the 90s when they were Marvel was going out of business and they needed to sell properties to stay afloat. It is I feel like Sony never, ever, ever lets their creative people be creative. I think they're always meddling. They're always fucking around. They always have these people who have no fucking clue what they should be doing. Dude. That Uncharted movie is a fucking mess. Like, <laughs> it is yes. a mess. Like, it, it, 
if you completely turn your brain off, it can be like, it's way better than Morbius. Morbius is one of the fucking worst movies I've ever seen. But like, it's just a mess. And like, how do you, you, you make Tom Holland look like an idiot. Like that, that movie, he hated his acting in it. Like he's talking about taking a fucking acting break because of that shit, this shit like that, you know? And it's like, I don't know, man. Like there's so much with that. And it's just like, they, they don't, we were talking about Prey last week, right? And how how they just let him do his thing, right? They let him do, do this movie. They gave him budget and they let him do his thing. And yes. Sony is the like 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 the epitome of like of like not doing that, of interfering with everything and you know going in and it's just like as a fucking whole it's like the I don't know. I because Sony, let's be real. Sony is a hardware company and then like they're they're a hardware company. They they make hardware. They have studios that like you know make games for them, but they're all like second yeah. party studios. Sony doesn't make those games. They like they pay studios to like okay make this game for us, and they have all these entities and you know pr- things that are theirs like Sony, but like <laughs> they're not the ones making any of it. It's just like they're branding because they have these fucking studios, and yes. they're. It's just, dude. I think that the last really, really good thing they did with just Sony was Spider Man Two. It's like, like the 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 fucking Sam Raimi Spider Man Two, and it it's just like, I like yeah, Andrew. That, that was like before Marvel came and knew yeah. what the fuck they yeah. had and stuff. So yeah. I don't know, man. Like it just yeah. Sony. It's just gotta stop. <laughs> yeah, they just need to stop interfering. They just need to like trust people and give them money because they're fucking directors and presidents and whoever the fuck executives and producers yeah. who are making these decisions are just making. I don't know how like Morpheus got as bad as it was. Like the it's. I mean, it's the same thing that was with that fucking Tom Cruise mummy movie. People, Universal was trying to make a fucking. Marvel Cinematic Universe and just shit like and Sony keeps going we need Avengers money and then they keep making this garbage that's just like Jesus Christ do you want people coming to the movies ever again like that's how bad that shit is and you're just like nah man I don't know yeah it's It's just it's a disaster it's bad yeah it's a disaster man like for every PlayStation 5 they do they they shit in your cereal seven times and it's like <laughs> I, I I don't oh know how God. many bowls of shit cereal I can eat Sony how many bowls of shit cereal can I eat because uh it's it's, it's way too it's just bad it's just yep. bad it but that's yep. Sony though like and and I want I want Netflix like this movie almost reminds me a lot of that uh the newest Ryan Reynolds like sci-fi movie that came out yeah <clears throat> it's like Yes, we have Ryan Reynolds. Yes, we have, uh, you know, it It could have been, like, I still enjoyed it. Yep. But, like, you look back and it's just like, um, there's, but what, so, but, but why? Why did I enjoy it, though? Like, okay, I'm, I'm going to read the fucking synopsis of this and we'll dive into it. But, okay, it right. says, day shift. A hardworking blue-collar dad who just wants to provide a good life for his quick-witted eight-year-old daughter. His mundane San Fernando Valley pool cleaning job is a front for his real source of income, hunting and killing vampires. So I was saying this to my wife. We, we watched this together yesterday, and I was saying to her, I was like, these movies all have this really weird, like, 
tone and this one is tone is a really odd thing with this film and they also have this weird thing where like half the time it feels like a a r-rated movie and then half the time it feels like a pg-13 movie and like and so you have this weird tone and then like then the they have these action sequences that are just like like the end like the the last action sequence in this film is just like balls to the wall I mean, not even the end one, the, like the one that's like three quarters of the film in, but like I don't, I felt like they they did that a lot though with like the action. I felt like it was yeah. almost like too much, and then it went too long, and then it would just be over. And they did a lot of the same things over and over yeah. and over again, like the 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 people like getting boom boom and like wire work but then like bent in yeah. half and like they would fall and then they'd be in half again and then they'd be in half again and i'm like yeah. do something else man we just we fucking saw that already like yeah it's I, I every time know. they every time they shot he uh uh every time like uh, jamie fox shot a vampire and they scorpioned like yeah. where i don't if you don't know what a scorpion is is when you f- like you crash and basically your feet hit the back of your head because like because you're like it, so it looks like your feet are a scorpion tail, so it's called the scorpion. Um, and they do it a lot, and it's like they do it – they start off with that grandma like at the very beginning of the film where it's like does it with her. And then like the the action scene in the middle of the movie where like they're fighting that all the vampires in the house with the, the, the brothers is just like all like – it's like scorpion, 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 scorpion. And the other oddity of this movie is the filters that they like all the Netflix movies are like have such heavy camera filters. And I don't understand why. Do you, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know what it was with this one. Like this one had very yellows for a lot of the film, but it's like, I don't know why they want these just like heavy color palettes all the time. Like all their movies use these heavy, heavy color palettes. They want to be super saturated and super, I don't know. Like it's what, what was that? uh, That Archie show that they did? Like that was Uh, the start of it. Oh, you mean uh, Sabrina, the teenage witch? Well, they did Sabrina too, but they also did, did, didn't the other one that? was on CW. No, that was on the CW. Oh. They no, had it, it on there, but no, it was released at the same time on yeah, Netflix so th- and CW. It was like they, they were going to be correlated like together in the same universe, and then they didn't do it. They like kept Sabrina separate. Like it was, but like, no, I'm t- the Archie show was also on Netflix at the same time as CW. They did that uh, at the same Riverdale. time. Riverdale, Riverdale, and yeah, Riverdale was the first time they really like chose a direction for like palette wise and aesthetic wise and that became like everything to netflix for some reason and like if you're in the netflix universe you're part of riverdale essentially because like everything is like overly lit and saturated now but i wonder like because you got to think about like yes they're for netflix they're they are funding it but there's got to be like a wheelhouse of like producers or something like that are making it aesthetically kind of yeah. feel like it all lives in the Netflix world. Well, it's weird because I think we've talked about it before, but like I was talking about this on my stream. Without looking a while. Yeah. <laughs> 
they like have like Netflix approved cameras. So, like you have yes. to have. Well, that this, that it, has been a thing for a long yeah. time. But they want 4K and it's it's expensive yeah. cameras on that list, right? So yeah, so that and then it's like. Man, I think of that that movie with The Rock and Ryan Reynolds, another Ryan Reynolds uh, yeah. movie that which was would have been if you didn't have The Rock and Ryan Reynolds it would have been a complete disaster of a film. Oh, yeah. It was just but, the whole film felt like fluff, but because yeah. they are so charismatic and they had a good like rapport, they made it entertaining just because yeah. they are like really good looking and entertaining and yeah. they you could tell they were just like having a fucking gas. Well, I mean, it's it's like this movie and Dave DeFranco and and uh, Jamie Foxx are the best parts when they're on the screen together and interacting with each other. Because they doing both all... can just improvise and yeah. have fun. You could tell yeah. they were having fun. But it, also because Jamie Foxx is so good, yeah, he made Snoop Dogg look like a fucking amateur. Because he is, but he yeah. every scene he was in, you, he looked like nervous to be on camera, yeah. it, it looked like. I was like, he, what the hell? It was like, I was watching it, I'm like, they have him like dressed up like the man in black from Halloween kind of thing. Like he looked like uh, the dude from Halloween five. Right. And all that shit. Right. And it's like, it's like, I still uh, like Snoop is Snoop and yeah. I love him. And yeah. he got to be a badass in this movie yeah. and have a really cool chain gun. Like that's the thing with this movie. It, it like high level understands the, the like tropes that every vampire movie needs to have yep. and it checks all those boxes yep. it 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 knows that action heavy like old school action heavy like this reminded me of like blade movies the original yep. blade movies with like that's where like vampires were done right action was done right it was r rated blade yep. movies still to this day are like the tippity top of fucking vampire like action franchises yeah. out there and the remake of blade better hold a torch to it because it's already done well this yeah. movie understands all that but then at the same time the writing and the actual story itself is just so blah like yeah, in the, in this like middle yeah. netflix ground that it's enough because the rest is going to be really well produced and yeah. you're going to enjoy it regardless so they i wish netflix could just do a good story for once yeah it's 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 like they go well, we have Jamie Foxx and Snoop Dogg and Dave DeFranco. That's good enough. Like the story is generic as fuck. The villain gets no like back like brown at all. Like her background in the story is, oh yeah, she had a daughter who got turned into a vampire late, and but like they set up so much. They don't even like oh. show to, like like yeah. you learn that, but you only learn that through exposition. They don't even show like a flashback or anything to give that context. You know what else pissed me off real bad that I I hate oh, when yeah, fucking spoiler. movies do this. I mean we're. <laughs> With this is all this is on Netflix, so like if you're watching this and you're interested in this film, I feel like you watch this, right? Like <laughs> that's it's kind of a thing with like a the other thing that made me mad about this movie, I hate when films do this, is they fucking tease these grenades. The yeah. oh, this is garlic in wood, blah blah blah. And then they go they have multiple scenes where you go, Okay, they could use this and like to, to whoop like the whole bunch like the house scene it would have been mm -hmm. like and then the fucking like the brothers dropped some other grenade and that wasn't obviously the same one and they're like I'm sure like, yeah Maybe it, it I, was and it was like so underwhelming because like but well then why would the other brothers have it they, that was like the jamie fox and he even like oh i've never tested this out so you have this like you set up like oh something crazy is gonna happen when they nope don't ever do it <laughs> and and it's like 
why don't like fucking do something like that in a movie like this it's like you have all these action pieces and action sets where you can fucking do this grenade and like make something blow up and or do something really cool and it's like dude like mangoes <laughs> my mangoes <laughs> like dude the the fucking the the action coordinator in this movie did a really really good job like he, Hell yeah! Whoever it was, like the the house scene is fucking awesome, and it's like I, like I was talking to you beforehand, but even like the having, beginning of the movie, it starts off and yeah. like right in your face, and you're like, holy fuck! Like that was yeah. whoa, that was yeah. awesome, and then it's yeah. into and like it's it keeps that pace for the most part because yeah. there's nothing to hold it together, and again, the runtime for us, yeah, perfection. It's so. under yeah, it was like an hour and fifty something minutes, right? And like they do the thing it though, it's less like than that. it was. I thought it was like an hour fifty seven or something like that. Yeah, it's an hour fifty three on IMDb. Okay, um, well, but like yeah, under two hours is just like it's that's that's our world. Also, there's so many, like the ideas in this film are really cool, man. Right? Like I really really like the idea of like this this uh, this group that guild that buys and sells vampire fangs. Because they like are keeping the world clear, it, it, like it, it brings up this like idea of you you can do some really cool stuff in it, but like it never fleshes much out in this film, right? Like it's always like giving you half pieces of information, right? It's like okay. like so the reason the stunts were done so well is because the director of the movie, this is his first directing job, but he's done a hundred and forty nine different credits in the stunts. And uh, some of his movies he did stunts for were John Wick 2, Fast 9, and, like, he did Gemini Man, too. So, there, now he's in yeah. the Netflix world. And, yeah, he's done all the Fast and the Furious movies and shit. Like, he's, yeah, he's he's up there. He knows what he's doing with stunts. Yeah. And you can tell. He was probably second unit director for a lot of stuff, too. Yeah. And it's just, like, the natural progression. He's like, you know what? I've been doing all the fun stuff. But that yeah. also explains so much about this movie then why all the action and everything was directed and done so well but the, the rest the, of the there's movie no, is the like, script the script was the problem <laughs> right like and it's again it's not bad we're not saying it's bad it's just like you, you're sitting there going it, it it's like this yeah. movie's like a, a c plus b minus range it could have been like a b plus a minus kind of range if the script would have been like a little bit better like if they would have <sighs> like it why? was like it was like you you stapled scenes together with like with the cheapest totally. Office Max stapler you can track down, right? This is what it kind of yep. feels like. It's like uh, this is here, <laughs> and uh, Jamie Fox needs money, and uh, uh, Snoop Dogg. Like I, I still think that uh, the yeah. war, like the, like my least favorite part of this whole movie was uh, the the boss guy, the the of the the guild, the Seeger guy with his weird ginger mullet that like just yelled at oh, everyone yeah. at that time. He really, it didn't feel like, uh, I don't know. It just, it didn't, f there was like characters like him and honestly the, the main like bad chick. Yeah. They, they, they just, they no felt, background. Like, yeah. There's, yeah. they were just such flat characters yeah. and both of them held so much power over the rest of the movie and the cast and everything. But other than them just being dicks, I didn't feel that like yeah. need for yeah. them, and I I wish yeah there was just well, more emphasis on that just for like one or two scenes to like set it up. 
Yeah. Well, they they had this whole setup with the fucking the bad chick, and they're like, I think her name is Heather, right? The Natasha Leo Bordizo, I think is her name, and she like, they go from having her like be this like, oh yeah, she's this like real estate agent vampire who's just trying to set up L.A. for being this vampire thing, but barely talk about that, and then like they're like. That's the reason why there's all these vampires in this house. But then the only thing that she cares about for the second half of the movie is that Jamie Foxx killed her old lady daughter because by the time she was a vampire and found her daughter, it was like she was an old lady. And you sit there and go, like, the motivation is, like, isn't, like, you don't get enough that you're like, okay, I I really don't like this lady. It's just like... They're like, okay, she's a vampire and she wants to kill Jamie Foxx. That's all you need to know. It's like, eh, yeah, for just having a fun time. Yeah, but like, it's like, you have so many cool ideas. You have so many, like, the, like the guild for the vampires and like the, the, the thought of like, even, like every part, like, there are so many partial ideas. It seems like they chucked into this movie. Like the, the sunscreen, the vampires are wearing sunscreen and it's just like, for like, one joke when the vampire runs outside and then they find like they find all the sunscreen when they're like raiding their place at the end it's like there's so many just little things like that where they just don't and I get I don't think it's the director's fault I think it's the script I don't think the script was super like they were like oh we got we get Jamie Foxx and Dave Franco who Dave Franco is probably my favorite part of this whole movie like when he talks about getting the orange stuff in his butthole and and uh, it's worse than you could have ever imagined, and also, okay, all those like little throwaway scenes, yeah. Without them, this movie really wouldn't have had, yeah, anything else, right? So they were very important, and James yeah. Franco was perfectly cast, Not and James. like perfectly like he he's. He, Dave Franco. Him and his brother, like, are well. Actually, maybe not so much his brother anymore. He's kind of not. Yeah, he got me. He got person anymore. No, he got me tooed. That's what happened with James Franco. Oh right. James got. I'm I'm talking about his career choices in movies and stuff. Like he was doing a lot of different things where it was harder to like typecast him. Whereas his brother and like someone like Channing Tatum, like seeing them in the same movies or whatever, like they are typecast to those roles because that's just yeah. who you see them as. So they play yeah. that same character and he's yeah. really good at it. And the comedic relief is amazing. So, yeah, it is. He's, he's got like some the funniest scenes. Like every time he finds a vampire, it pisses himself. And <laughs> also it's so over the top, but so good. Yeah. It's so funny. I, the other thing that it ma- this, this movie that did, that made me laugh. Uh, apparently, apparently in this universe, when you get, turned into a vampire you automatically know kung fu or some shit like that because like (laughs) james franco and that chick who were like she's another like another like potentially cool character that they like like oh care about her but like why there's no like you don't give me anything to care about her or with it's like and she helps out like she helps out uh uh jamie fox and she does all this stuff and you're like okay cool but like there's not fucking reasoning like it's it's you sit there and you you enjoy the ride and you're like oh this is fun the blah 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 but you're like why do we care about her like she's a vampire who's just gonna help us and you get really oh and it's like they explain it with one line she turned me against my will and it's like but that's not enough to like go back on all this shit and it's just like it's the same thing like (laughs) 
where they have Snoop Dogg come out at the end. Why did Snoop Dogg survive even though he got blown up? Because he's Snoop Dogg. Because he's and, Snoop Dogg. That's yeah. it. Like, I, yeah. And that's w- what I saw. Like when he came out of that, and I'm just like, yeah, it's Snoop Dogg. You're not allowed yeah. to just kill off Snoop Dogg. He's too valuable. Yeah. yeah. Well, you sit there and you go, is he a vampire now? Because one, you don't know all the like rules of vampires in the universe. Like they like, but at least they didn't spoon feed it. Like he's alive yeah. and come up with your or, own conclusion. Or either or that or undead. he's a vampire. Or he's undead. Yeah, just like James Franco. Yeah. Also. They never explain, and it took me a second to realize, like, in the whole scene where they capture uh, Jamie Foxx's, like, wife and daughter, that that was Franco on the floor. Like, I had no clue because they don't explain how they got him. They don't explain, like, they, they like, later on, they're like, he goes, she tortured me. And it's just like, huh? <laughs> and it's just like. You're not, if you're entertaining me along the process, like with like, oh, okay, he's got they they make a lot out of like the comedic timing of James Franco getting his head cut off and right. like being goofy with it for the end of the movie and then him being a vampire. But it's like this motherfucker was like a pacifist who wouldn't hold a gun and then he becomes a vampire and he's like he's like fucking kung fuing everyone into the fucking next <laughs> century. It's like. Him and the, this just neighbor lady are taking out a the 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 like butler uh, attack assassin vampire for the the main chick, and then they rip him in half like a wishbone. And I'm like, what the fuck? Also, <laughs> it was an interesting choice, and it kind of goes along with like what I was talking about earlier about the is this a PG-13 or an R-rated movie? Like the it, the vampires have black on blood. The line of that, yeah, a lot, a lot, you know. So yeah. Well, the vampires have black blood, which makes it seem like they're trying to, like, you know, like, PG-13 it down because it's red blood that's the problem, right? Like, if you have red blood, it's like when you start getting R-rated and blah, blah, blah. It's on Netflix. But then they I go like do- dark blood way more. I think it's way, like... It, it always seems more like a demon-y thing, right? Like, with demons and all that shit. And, but, like, I don't have a problem with it, but then, like... At, then that was really what I was talking because I talked about that with my wife before we got to the 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 raid scene at the end where they're just murdering people and you see like blood like blood clouds because they're shocking the shit out of everyone from like five feet away. You're just like, holy Jesus Christ! It's like yeah, it the, goes from the not end scene like they they definitely climax the shit out of this movie for sure. Yeah, it it's just that's in kind of what I'm talking about like. It's this weird combinations of tones, which is a script issue, I think, more than anything, like I said, where you're like, it's like pure action, pure comedy, but, and then like the horror elements, and it's like, yeah, but, but, did you see, uh, The Gray Man? Like, yeah. Did you watch that? So, yeah. like, it honestly, it feels very similar to all the issues The Gray Man had as well. Like, yeah. they had awesome A list actors up top. Doing yep. what they do best, like they yep. brought it, yeah. But it all falls flat on the stupid fucking story that is so cliche. It's just yep. because Netflix is like, you know what? We don't have a really cliche movie in insert genre. Yeah, like, that's it. And they're like, you know what? We should do create a very cliche thing that instead of having this property on our service, let's just make our all version the of things. It. Well, yeah. not even like like let's find that genre and all the things that make those three top movies in that genre a thing that everyone remembers. Let's just 
do those things and not give any reason to why it's even in this insert title here movie yeah. for our Netflix platform. Yeah. Go. Well, that, I mean, it's like we got, it's like uh, the the Moneyball for movies. Yeah. It's it's the we let an AI write a script and we made him watch a thousand hours of generic action film and this yes. is the script that the AI came Seriously. up with. And it does feel like AI. Well, dude, it's it's this film and like and we're even talking about like the color palette. The color palette of all these films are all like oversaturated, like we're talking about. But then like all the way back to like. That that was it. Red Room, the with the Rock and Ryan Reynolds, where where like they were the only saving grace of that thing. You can tell it's just like they had like, it's like they make these films and they have like, like fifteen check boxes that whoever's making the film has to check. Like, like oversaturation, big star, blah blah blah, and then like then they have like a sub box of like okay this is a vampire movie so vampires can't be in mirrors you, you stake them in the heart and cut the head off like they have right. specific checks boxes under that but like it is like the adam project was the other one the sci-fi one that you were talking about with ryan reynolds and the uh with he comes back to himself and that movie had a lot of the same problems too i really I, see the thing is like the varying degrees of how fun these films are has a lot to do with the cast, right? Which is what I think that they're not putting as much money into scripts. They're they're putting it into the actors and the cinematography and, and the and making sure they got the right cameras to use yeah. because it's got to aesthetically look like well, look at this poster. Like they yeah. get it on like visual like they they understand, but like yeah. Yeah. But they it's just, they got to figure out the script writing 100%. Yeah. I think that's the biggest issue because it's like it, believe me I, I I was I said last night in my Discord after I watched it I was like I'm trying to figure out how I feel about this film and then I was like this morning I was like I liked it. It's just like you sit there and you go it it feels artificial. You know like you know when you have like a a candy bar or some like food you've never had before like usually processed shit and it's like like it tastes good, and then like afterwards, you have this weird aftertaste in your mouth, and that's kind of what it's like. It's like you're making butterfingers that like don't leave; they leave a weird taste in your mouth after you have them. You're like, "This is tasty," and then afterwards, you go, "What? What is? It tastes like it tastes like a raccoon shit in my mouth. Why? Why is it like that?" And it's just like that's the kind of thing that's just like, and I, I you know what? It might be because of their target audience, man. They are not they're not aiming at cinephiles like you and me. They are aiming at they are fucking shotgun spreading out these films to the widest well, audience possible. hundred percent feels like moneyball for movies on yep. a Netflix scale. Like it's yeah. going out to such a wide audience, but they know their audience so well because of analytics. They yeah. know what everyone's clicking on. They already have AI that like instantly knows if you personally are scrolling through like i even heard up to a point where uh there's some series that will put because you are s searching through it it will put different episodes to number one because it's not like an episodic type series it will yeah. change the 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 you know Episode Which one, one is suggesting? What what is suggesting suggest for you? What yeah. you will watch and want to watch more and make it more enticing for you to actually watch it. That's in turn will 
keep you on the yeah. platform longer. And all the posters change automatically as well. And like because I watch a lot of like uh, corridor crew on YouTube and stuff, and they do a lot mm-hmm. of like that deep fakes and AI stuff for like um, changing of like the the way the mouths move when it's dubbed. And they're gonna start potentially because of all this like new technology that is, um, you know, like you can change the green screen stuff in real li- in real time and everything. There's going to be like real time rendering of uh, AI mouth dub overs. So when you're watching stuff that is like originally Korean but dubbed over in English, it will actually yeah. look like they're speaking English because it's going to real time render or they'll, you know, as they go on, yeah. re-render these things out. But like if they get that technology built in, there's going to be so much crazy shit that yeah. AI is is going to be too powerful well, man. Dude, I'm thinking about it cuz uh after we watched it last night, I was sitting there hanging out. I was on my phone or something. And my wife was like, "Oh, she put something on. she put Men in Black 2 on cuz it was right there in the Netflix right yeah. after. And Frank the Pug <laughs> and he's talking and it's like it's amazing how good that dog looks in that movie still. Yeah. But if you stare and concentrate on his mouth when he's talking and not like watching the rest of it, you can tell how, I mean, because it's a dog, it's not really talking. Right. And what? Uh, yeah. I no know. way. Fucking, Are you kidding insane. me? It's fucking that dog insane. isn't talking for re- nope. Rod. No. Nope. Rod. Nope. Are you nope. kidding? I'm not no kidding. I, way. I, Rod. I swear. I what? I swear to God, to the foreskin I don't have anymore that I'm not what? lying. It, you it, don't it have is... a foreskin? <laughs> nope. I, the oh fucking foreskin. God. The foreskin fairy stole it when I was a small child. Um, but that's the kind of stuff that's like, it is It is so like, because the thing is when you when you watch like the, those dub movies, right? Like, especially like. I, you know, I've talked about Korean films a lot and a little bit with Japanese and stuff like that. But like, when you go and you have the the, the wait, what you've talked about Korean movies? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I know it's fucking insane. But no, like when you see the like, they'll have like a, a varying degree of what the idea is or the sentence they are they try to translate right. And sometimes like a sentence could be you can get a way more across in English than you can in Korean or way more in Korean than you can get in English. So like, yeah. you'll have like a really long sentence on the screen and it's like, they're, then they're like, yeah, I agree. And it's like, what? Like you get, <laughs> it's like, it doesn't Wait, translate what? right. Yeah, exactly. And you're just like, huh? And that, yeah, it will be interesting to see what happens though, because it, if that's the case and they make that, that's one of those big, 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 like I've hurdles seen to getting like, like it's still in its like infancy, but like the yeah. the amount of technology that I've already like come across for AI stuff, like it, it's a lot of it is like uh, with your camera, like your webcam is yeah. like it knows where you're looking on your screen all the time. Like you already know that it, technology exists, but like yeah, uh, there's stuff now that like depending on what you're watching, it will have you know put your face through. Uh, AI learning and whatever and present characters on the screen that look more like you so you like them more and yeah. stuff like it will change their appearance to look more like you or like they will be able to if you're under age and you're watching something that is in like a bar 
all the stuff on the bar will then turn into Pepsi and like the stuff in the background for yeah. like advertisements to keep it current because they already do this on on TV shows and stuff that are on Netflix like uh, How I Met Your Mother uh, like hires people to re-render out posters in the background of the show to keep it current for a new generation and yeah. like it that stuff will once AI catches up will be able to render that shit in real time to like the syndication deals for advertising and stuff in the background will be able to be updated and resold yeah in like different it's fucking crazy man yeah to think about have you have you played around with the ai uh, uh image generators at all i i've done it through people i'm on a waiting list to get into one of the discords of one of them to yeah. start messing around so i i don't know i i'm interested to see just because i'm also like a, an artist a graphic artist yeah to see like <laughs> like my main question now we're completely add off the rails but this is such a cool uh topic to talk about like yeah. i i really want to know like what are the like copyright things like who owns the copyright if an ai create something that you personally asked it to how can you use it and what are the like legalities behind that because i i, I you know i acquire royalty free images and licenses yeah. for brands and like my own material and stuff all the time but like this is a weird uncharted like kind of pirate yeah. territory like wild west right now like what are the legalities behind this yeah are, are we going to be in a future where like if i use your filter on a picture on instagram am i going to have to pay you like say some image i make blows up and then like they're like okay yeah. now you owe us 15 cents every time someone views this not 15 well it's not like, an nft but like yeah, you know yeah something like that it's an interesting concept well i mean we we correlated here because this movie is like Netflix in general is there's a reason we ended up here because the, the Netflix is using AIs more than any other streaming service and you could tell and you could tell because yep. they are the ones who've been in the, the streaming service game longer than any, they were the original streaming service right yes and they were the first ones that they at first it was just a website you know that had movies that you would get in the mail but then they've been around so long and they've you know I mean and so they have the most experience. They have the most, you know, data. They have all this stuff that is just from like, you're talking about like you're watching histories and all this stuff and tending stuff towards what you would want. And that's why they have profiles, right? So like you can have seven people in your house watching different things on that, on that streaming service on Netflix. And for one person, it's going to be like, Hey, you want to watch this documentary about movie posters for someone else? It's going to be, Hey, here's seven new murder mystery, uh, like, you know, true crime documentaries because you like true crime documentaries. And it's all that stuff is like, they, so they, so many people love yeah. true crime documentaries. Oh, dude. Like, so many people. Dude, the the fucking true crime podcasts are just like are what there are so many women that are just like I listen to all the true crime uh you know uh, documentaries, right? And it's like I it's an interesting concept because like we see what Netflix is doing with it. And and I feel like Netflix is going to end up being in the next 5 to 10 years above and beyond anyone else because i think that these things like day shift and and uh the uh adam project and all the stuff that we brought up in this episode are like are giving it them the, those go-aheads right that uh, other companies don't have right like yeah. hbo max and stuff like that like 
and the whole discovery thing and how how they're not putting out Batman, uh, Batgirl, and all this stuff. It's like all these other companies are so far behind, even when their quality of content is there. They don't have the data. They don't have the years of expertise. They don't have all these things that Netflix does. And it's like for every film, like Day Shift is just like does really well. I mean, it's like my wife watches these Christmas movies on Netflix where they do new ones every year. And it's like they don't have to they don't have to advertise. They don't have to do anything. It's because you're on your Netflix account that you've had for 15 years. You, you boot it up. And hey, the new Christmas movie, it's like she's done like three Christmas movies about these twins that every year it's like two people that look exactly the same and the next year there's like a third one and then the next year there's a fourth one all these stuff and they just they but just like that's the thing like because Netflix exists already has their audience already knows their demographics that they have to fill yeah. they don't have to use half of the marketing budget that normally would have had to or the distribution yeah. budget that yep. is massive for other yeah. like production houses um it, it almost makes sense that they do and have been able to acquire all these a-listers because they're able to pay them probably way more than any other yeah. studio is willing to at the same time and yeah. once they're like once the movies actually start to get to the same level as everything else we've been talking to they could be very unstoppable i yeah. would well, i they- would I, I, I hope because yeah, like, I if mean, you're doing, like, but even, even net or Disney, they have everything at their disposal, but they're mm. so, like, they they do everything by their own Bible. Yeah, it it it's to their own detriment now, and it's just yeah. it, everything feels the exact fucking same. It fits yeah. in that exact fucking box. Netflix still is blipping outside of that own like feeling like they're putting everything in a box but i just i i hope netflix can do the other thing so after the end of this movie sets up for a sequel that they would probably call night shift right there were because the whole thing when jamie fox gets back into this into the into the uh what do you call it the why my brain the group of people why am my the, brain why am my brain not work smart good um they uh he gets put on day shift because that's like the non-dangerous version because there aren't vampires running around but night shift makes all more money i guess and at the end of the movie uh franco dave, dave franco has been turned into a vampire and uh jamie fox is still in there and everything like that so they set it up where it's going to be a, a vampire with a uh who used to be like a nerd is now like a you know a kick-ass vampire hunter with Snoop Dogg's hat, and they just set it up and they could do all this stuff. and And Snoop Dogg could either be the villain or could come back as a vampire, or whatever the fuck they set up for Snoop Dogg. Because I it really seemed like Snoop Dogg was a vampire then, but they don't tell you. Um, they don't say it. Yeah, and it's just like I I just. I just want the scripts in these films just to be a little bit meatier, just a li- little bit. It doesn't even have to be super meatier, just like a little bit, because like I, my biggest issue is yeah. We just want like a you know a good tasty hamburger. You, but I think that's what they're almost giving you. It's not a steak. They never don't. They don't want it to be a steak. Yeah. But then at the same time, they did make that like Scorsese film that. So that they I don't are, think they're still they're still kind of. Blipping 
and doing those things. But like, I I still didn't watch it. I don't want to fucking watch a three hour movie. Like, isn't I don't it like a four hour movie? I think that yeah. movie was even longer. I I already have to pee, and we have been streaming for f- or recording for <laughs> fifty five minutes. So like, yeah, that's. But that's the thing though. Like the thing with Netflix and streaming in general, like is that four hour films are way easier to digest for you and me at home than like going to fucking like you did you see uh snyder's uh justice league in the imax i did or did you just watch it on hbo max which oh uh yeah i didn't saw it it, just did it go to theaters i thought it was in a limited amount of theaters oh right it just went to like imax yeah because it was it was literally that's the only way they they put it out was the whole thing was literally imax so so yeah. everyone watched a fucking square movie at home and i did too i watched yeah. the fucking black and white square movie like everyone yeah. else yeah man i i it's it, it's funny because it it's i think that this movie leading to the talk we've had is is about right because we, you mentioned us being ADHD, adhd but like the thing is this movie's a lot of fun but like it's like one of those things when you you know when you eat too much like candy or something like that and or like too much you know fast food or something like that and you're like really stuffed and but then like like all of a sudden right after you're really hungry again like you get hungry real fast and you're like oh man I could really use some more food or whatever and it comes out of nowhere this stuff is like tasty but it doesn't leave you but like it it doesn't Honestly, leave you. I think you're onto something, man. Because it's Netflix, they want you to stay after and watch more. They don't want you to be so satisfied that you go to bed. They yeah. want you to stay up and binge another show for twelve hours instead of. I I swear, I think we just cracked the code. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because if it's if it's too bad, then you're gonna turn it off, and if it's too good, you're like, like wow. then you're like. Then you're on yeah, like YouTube then it would, then looking you would for rewatch it again, you know? Like there's no Maybe. rewatchability in any of their new shit that came out. It's well, so forgettable that you're like, okay, well yeah, I watched a movie with one of my favorite actors in it. What was it called again? Yeah. Was it a Netflix movie? I don't even uh it's so throwaway. Like well, the great well, funny. throw it away. Well dude Well it's funny though, because like you talk about it like you talked about that. Because we're, they're not the only ones trying to do it. Amazon's trying to do it, but a- Amazon's yeah, but attempts Amazon's have been way worse. New Lord of the Rings, like I gotta put it side by side because uh, there's a new like what is the dragon something or other uh, the the House of Dragons, the new yeah. uh, the new Game of Thrones show. So like that looks like Lord of the Rings stuff looks so much more compelling, well done. Like, just everything about it just looks like they pour... Because Amazon's, you know, they're still very new in the, like, this world of, like... Creating content, Creating their own content and, like, being part of the conversation as much as Netflix and HBO Max and stuff are are, are really there. Even Paramount is doing, like, a better job than Amazon at this point. But with that all being said, the new Lord of the Rings... It just it looks fucking way better than the new dragon show that just looks like they're like, well, we yeah. can't stop. It was our biggest show. Like it, that's all it feels like. We can't. <laughs> well, what's funny is because they have that, and then they're doing the Jon Snow show also, and it's like they're doing they they're not letting it go, and it's like I keep saying they're George R. R. Martin's never gonna finish those books. He's no. never. Go- Why it came would he? out. 
11 years ago. And if you read that last two, these last two books, which was like two books, was one book split into two books. He go, this motherfucker has no idea how to finish anything. Everyone, regardless of what he does. So he's like, you know what? I'm going to die rich and happy. (laughs) Yeah. Dude, that man will write like for two pages about a feast. He loves to describe his food. <laughs> talk about it, and then but kill like, everyone so he gets more food. Right? I want to compare. I want to compare things because this is a. I think is like all this comparison with like Amazon. Like, you know that really bad Chris Pine movie that came out last year with the aliens and the time travel oh, and yeah, all that yeah. stuff that yeah that you That's talked like about. Netflix I never throw away. Yeah, but you the way you talked about it was not even it doesn't even have that level of entertaining that you're like oh i had fun like day shift is a perfect example this movie is fun and but like six months from now i'll be like oh that movie is fun i will remember nothing about it i will remember like jamie fox and dave franco being funny and like and having a good time with that it is but like so netflix feeling now that you bring it up like totally feels like yeah. what, like what they're doing at netflix now yeah and HBO is doing these things, or, or it, Amazon Prime is doing these shows that you, the movie's trying to do that same kind of thing and just aren't doing. But very I guess good Amazon does have the boys, and that is like really in the conversation, and, that, and it's like, yeah, that one, that one though is more of going out and reaching that level of content with stuff that was out there that these really smart people like Seth Rogen were like, we need like his production house. He just went Dude, to fucking Seth Amazon Rogen for the is money. Producing the next TMNT, and I'm super excited about that. Put it in his hands. He, you could, he grew up the same time period as us. Yeah, he loves the same stuff we do, but the level of just like he understands it everything i've watched that he has had a hand in producing has been fucking fantastic i'm not talking yeah. like comedy stuff like preacher and fucking everything he yeah. just he gets it he understands what he has and what yeah. he's al- allowed to do and now tmnt being in his hands i'm so fucking happy to hear that yeah it's gonna I hope be great so too. well because like the I, I don't know if you watched both the Michael Bay turtle movies. Like yes, both I did. of them I, were I didn't fun, hate but them, they man. they felt hollow. They felt hollow, like yes. we've been talking about. They, they felt, felt like very Michael hollow. Bay. Yeah. Michael Michael Bay is hollow. <laughs> it's very true. Uh and yeah, I I I hope they do something really good, man, because those were my childhood. Like the the turtles were my favorite as a kid. And I, I I remember back playing the Nintendo game, which is which still gets shit on to this day because it has one of those most frustrating levels of all time where you're swimming underwater and the electrical shit and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I, I, I want Amazon. I mean, I I want Netflix to keep doing like, because I, I I will tell my Casey Jones poster. It's great. (laughs) But I really, I did enjoy this movie and I had that same kind of charming and I, I don't want anyone listening to this episode to think I don't I, I will t- I'll tell you go l- watch this movie if you have a couple hours and you're like oh I don't know what to watch watch this it's fun it's got oh, a lot yeah, of cool dude. vampire like things Jamie Foxx and Dave Franco it's just like it just feels like you ate all this stuff and then you're still not you're still hungry after it and it's just like Casey Jones Casey Jones is my cool, Casey man. Jones poster Whoop. yeah it's pretty dupe Whee! pretty dupe pretty dope <laughs> Delete. but yeah so I, I just want them to keep doing cool stuff, and I just hope that they, as they build up these universes, they realize that, like, I'm not saying you, you spend, like, pay Hollywood's top fucking scriptwriter to do these movies, but you guys can't keep relying on your fucking charisma of your top stars to make these movies worth watching Seriously. because, like, it's... But- 
the poster is fucking amazing. I don't know. Like, judge. I think everyone knows at this point what they're getting with a new Netflix movie. And, like, the trailer gives away every good part. They yeah. know that you're just going to watch it anyways. There's the, it, the rest of it does feel like filler. But because the action scenes are so over the top and very well done, yeah, it's popcorn. Grab a bag, yeah. put it in your microwave, or do it old school style like on Scream, Jiffy Pop, on, yeah. and just Dude. have a fucking night with your, your significant other on the couch kids or whatever Netflix. like yeah yeah well, well dude that so fucking kids i mean if they're like you know 12 or 13 i'm, I'm don't put your eight-year-old in front of this like this film <laughs> like the action scene in the house is one of the better directed action scenes i've seen in a long time and it, you talked about the guy's background the director's background you see it in that and you see it in all the action scenes of this film that are very good it's just it and you're sitting there watching it and go this is cool and it's just like I don't know. Did they did they take a bland hamburger and put a lot of like they put bacon and really good cheese so on many top pickles. of the burger? There's yeah. so many pickles on this burger. <laughs> if you don't like pickles, fuck off, get out of here because there's a shit ton of pickles on this yeah. burger. Like that, there, it's about it, right? Like the yeah. meat was, eh, like that's the main course of a burger, and they just kind of like they used a, a, a frozen patty that's been yeah. sitting in the back of your freezer for a long time that you know. Yep. is there and you 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 i don't know but just because yeah. you put a bunch of ketchup and mustard and, and bacon and bacon bacon and, yeah, and there's, cheese there's definitely bacon like yeah. you got snoop dog here he's always like he's he's awesome so like Dude. you love bacon i love snoop dog i love seeing him in anything to be honest yeah. like when he shows up he he just has that like uh, gravity that presence yeah. to him he's just he I don't know. He dude, he's fucking Snoop Dogg. Come on. His his scene with the minigun where he just annihilates a million people is fucking awesome. Also, every time he's next to Jamie Foxx is kind of funny because he's got like a foot on Jamie Foxx. It looks yeah. like the whole time. And then Dave, they I don't even think they put him and Dave Franco next to each other because I think Dave Franco is about five foot nothing and like Snoop Dogg <laughs> is like six six, and it's just like man. Uh, Snoop Dogg did a good job. Like you were, you were really. You said earlier, but he looked a little. I think he was a little intimidated by Jamie Foxx, right? And, yeah. and you could see that. But man, I, I, I would like to see a sequel of this film called oh, Night Shift, dude, which it has legs. Like, yeah, that that's the thing. They understood every trope that we. I, I think we talked about this in another episode about just like. You know, these are the types of tropes that I love to see in my vampire movies. And yeah. like these are they they understood and really made sure to check all those boxes. Yeah. But it that also sets it up for a universe now that the rules that they created and those like you know, they made it almost like free guy where yeah. you know, they have to go back to the bank and like get the and they gave it enough reason why uh jamie fox's character exists in this universe because yeah. it, it it's everything right so yeah, yeah i don't know like I, I would definitely watch a sequel to this with these actors come on yeah. like they I'll, I'll watch them in a movie all the time especially was together it? i swear there was a russian movie called day shift but which was actually backwards where it was the sequel to night shift do you remember those films? They were like Russian action-y, sci-fi, like uh, supernatural-y movies. No. Uh, 
where they, the famous scene was like a car driving up the side of a building and shit like that. I saw the first one and I think it was called Night Shift and I could be like, I don't know here. I'm going to look for it as I, I, as I think of these ideas. I don't know. Yeah, there's, I don't know. It was something like that. I see other movies called Night Shift, but yeah, it's a lot. But I, I dude, I, it's like we talk about this stuff because it, 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 it we don't want to shit on it, but it's like, like what we keep talking, it's there isn't substance behind a lot of it, even though there's a lot of flavor yeah, and there's, there's a lot, lot of, of pickles. Good, <laughs> there's a lot of pickles, there, exactly. And so it's like, I think it's more interesting to talk about the stuff that's leading here or where do we go from here than like, because there's not the plot is, oh, Jamie Foxx's wife, ex wife is going to leave unless he gets. Ten thousand dollars on her too. Like everything she's in, I'm just like, my God, you're gorgeous. Oh, his wife is pretty, man. She's a pretty lady. And uh, God, Jamie Foxx, how old is this motherfucker? Because he looks like not like he's in his fifties at this point, right? He's yeah, but he's, he's super fit. Like he's always like keeping keeping it toned. He's fifty five. Yeah, so he's born in 1967. Like, or he'll be fifty five. He'll be 55 in December. Sorry, Jamie. He's seriously he's ageless. Yeah. And but James that, Frank. That, that works Frank. for him, especially as yeah. like an actor that can fill in different roles to stay looking the same age for yeah. decades. It yeah. really works for his longevity of his career, too. So, yeah. I mean, he's he's one of those actors, man, that like he does like so much. Like, I think of, I think when I think of Jamie Foxx, I think of like things like, uh, him and that Tom, Tom Cruise, uh, what the fuck is that movie where he was like uh, the taxi cab driver and and he was going around making him. Uh, Tom Cruise was murdering people when Tom Cruise had that gray hair and he, Jamie Fox had he was forcing Jamie Fox to drive him around and do a right, bunch right, of hits. Right. I forget well, the name of the collateral film. or something. Collateral, yeah, uh, that and I think of things like I don't know why, but I think of uh, Miami Vice, which was not a very good movie with him <laughs> and Colin. Uh, those Feral are your that. go-tos when you think of Jamie Foxx. Seriously, that's kind of I don't crazy. know, man. I, I just, I don't know. It's like he's such a good actor, but I don't like. Actually, the first thing I he's thought on of like when I was TV up, too. Like he has like a game show with his daughter. Does he? The, yeah. Actually, the first thing I thought about before I thought of those other ones was uh, uh, Baby Driver when he plays Beat like Shazam. The, he's on Beat Shazam with his daughter. I don't know what the fuck that is. I've never even heard of the thing you just said. You know Shazam when you like. You put it up like Google has it built in now too, and it will listen to the song. Yeah, yeah, and then tell you what song is playing. Shazam yeah. was the original app, but there's yeah. a there's like a an, a show where if you can name that song faster than Shazam can, then you like keep going up the board. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I think and man- him and his daughter are on that, and it, and they make it entertaining. They got a good little like, you know, yeah. back and forth because they're related. <laughs> She's kind of hey, good. It- Charisma. If you would if you didn't have Jamie Fox and Dave Franco in this movie, this movie it would it would have been it would have been a not good movie. Um, but they saved this film and they yeah. like their charisma. Again, it's another they rely so much on these guys' charisma that it, to keep them going. And it's like pickles, I, man. Yeah, too many pickles. <laughs> too many goddamn pickles. He's even wearing but, green shirt. <laughs> I love his shirt, man. I love his fucking shirt in this movie. It reminded me of uh, I'd been playing I played Max Payne three recently on my uh, stream and he's got the he's got this Hawaiian shirt with big parrots on it but yeah <laughs> this way it kind of reminded me oh man yeah I, I it, it's 
there's so much to like, and it's also it. I, you know, the other thing that I think I kind of talked about it, like with the weird tone shifts, like the, these movies tone shifts being the way they are because they're trying to appeal to everyone. That's what's a little bit like you could see them trying to appeal to everyone. Like, hey, here's comedy. Hey, here's action. Hey, here's horror. And like you try to shock at everything. And it, it, it kind of makes the overall experience suffer a little bit because it's it feels like you're jolting. It's like you're going down a side street. 20 miles an hour in your car and then all of a sudden you're going 97 on the freeway like with no like it's like you instantly go from 20 miles an hour to 70 miles an hour it's like there's no in between you know and that's another thing i i think that's caused by that like just broadband trying to get every single person like out there to enjoy their movie so i I like this I think I, we, I like, we did bring that point up a few times in this episode, but it is yeah. like the main point to kind of bring up with like most, if not every Netflix movie is yeah. is that right there. So yeah. if they can if they can work on that, fix that. Yeah. Like I don't even know. Like work on the up. scripts a little bit. They just improve your scripts a little bit, and you're like, they're there. Like you can do something for everyone, and 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 it not be like that. Like Marvel is that perfect example of that, right? Marvel has these, this universe that everyone also, likes, but, or most people like, but like in talking, like, you know, you and I, t- uh, or I talk about a lot, uh, skipping or, or trying not to watch trailers often yep. and stuff. With that being said though, like you watch a trailer for like, Oh, what, what's coming out soon? Like DC wise, like Shazam know, and, like they're the trailers are like all right they're kind of eh whatever but yeah. like the new trailer for um Wakanda Forever yeah holy fuck is that yeah. a well cut well scored mashup yeah. song I ha- I legitimately had goosebumps Cook- like they 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 crescendo it perfectly they make me like a movie that I was just like, eh, you know, like, what are they going to do? I'm not overly like hyped about that movie. I watched that trailer. I cannot fucking wait to watch Coop. that movie now. It looks so good. Yeah. Cut so well. And Avatar's really got to take uh, some notes from the person that put together that fucking trailer because, yeah. like, Avatar has put all their eggs in the smallest it's little pretty. basket. Yeah, it's, it's and, pretty. Like, then they, after 10 years, put out that piece of shit of a trailer. Like, come on, guys. Get Coop. your shit together. Kugler knows what the fuck he's doing, man. And I feel like that man is, like, deserves to be, like, I'm amazed in between, like, did he direct anything between this and, like, I think he did something, like, he did that. Uh, yeah, he's done a bunch of other stuff in between, but like none of his other trailer. stuff in between. Oh. See, like the importance to me, especially for music, I feel it. I understand, oh. like, because I improvise on the drums and stuff. But like the amount of emphasis that was put in cutting yeah. to the music, the music being the thing that led you down the path, and like yeah. it, it introduces it like throughout and then the mashup comes and then it swells without the 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 r&b and rap stuff yeah and then comes back and mashes it back together and then gives you that uh i'm like fuck like, dude dude these everyone, really really notes. awesome black filmmakers that do these like films and like use their music in ways that are so like how he did in the first fucking uh black panther and how like essential it is to the film and I think of I think of uh, the fucking uh, Spider Man into the Spider Verse. That first film is like where like that music in that film is just yeah. fucking like 
banger after banger and it just makes the experience like so much like you get hyped up for the film and the soundtrack and all these things and it's just like done so well and like yeah some of these directors are just like they need more credit and they need more like like Kugler hasn't done anything since the first fucking Black Panther he did Black Panther in 2018 and his next film is fucking Wakanda Forever and it's like Jesus man it's I don't know. It's just like you have all these fucking really talented motherfuckers and it's just, I don't know. They need more things, man. I need, I need Kugler doing something like outside of it, you know, like does something else. Like he's, he's like producing things like the Creed movies and shit like that. And, and, uh, right. Right. Space jam and shit like that. But yeah, that I, I just felt was... very like exactly this too. It was just like, yeah. Okay. We're Warner brothers. We have this property that was worth so much money, and there's been like two generations now that have no idea who any of these characters are. We have to attach this to a new basketball player and not understand that like Michael Jordan was like more than just like, you know, obviously like LeBron is, you know, got his accolades and stuff, but it's not, it's not Michael Jordan like. I don't know. Like it, it yeah. just it felt empty. That movie. Yeah. It felt like it missed the mark. It was still entertaining. I love seeing those characters. They weren't done like bad or anything, but like it's the same problem done over and over and over again right now in Hollywood, especially with like big it's, franchise yeah. stuff. Like they're in it's the hollow. wrong hands. Jurassic World is like a perfect, uh, you know, candidate for this. Co- topic and conversation again it's just like stop but this with all that being said now we want them to do that two day shift make it a franchise so we can <laughs> well it's just it's like it it gives you so much and it it, it, it makes such a cool universe and it, all these possibilities and you just go wait like we just want to see it done a little bit better and just have that script a little bit like you know touch those things that you talked about and just Give us give us a meal that doesn't make us hungry again in 20 minutes, right? Give us a yeah. meal that doesn't like just make us go. It's like when you go for Chinese food, you're like, man, that was so good. I'm so full. 20 minutes later, you're like, what the fuck? Did I even eat? Like, huh? Yeah, exactly. What's, go- exactly. what's going on? <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I think that's all, man. I, I do enjoy this movie. Go watch it. it it's just like a B movie, right? In a lot of ways, and which is fine. And it's fun. And like we keep talking about, but like, man, it's just like. You're you're cock teasing. You're giving us blue balls, Netflix, and we don't need blue balls. Like, let us let us complete. Let us complete, so we don't get blue balls. So, um, I think I think next week is our uh, we're doing the fly with KDPP. So that should be a fucking blast. And a first non shark movie. KDPP. KDPP. <laughs> I'm sorry, KDPP. No, Katie Peters plays. We're not so doing a shark should... movie. She even like showed a bunch of other shark movies that I was just like, oh my god, this like subgenre of uh, I don't even Bad know what to call it shark anymore. Movies. It's not even like, yeah, it's just it's not even a subgenre anymore. It's just its own genre now. I, shark I movie genre. After the last two Sharks of the Corn and then the one with uh, Alicia Silverstone, we were like, I, I just want to do something Let's that just is do something good and good. Yeah, exactly. And it's been way too long since I watched. Uh, the fly so i was like yes um and then what not the remake (laughs) yeah the oh man not the original fly from the 50s no no the one from the the 80s (laughs) oh okay okay 
Okay. Well, Josh, I love your face, and it was it was interesting recording the Metal Sunday. But I'm I love your face, Rod. Hey, there's your face. Hey, there's my face. There's your fa- and my face. And I forget that I'm editing live, like I always do. And now yeah, I'll okay. I'll put in a few more edits uh, at the last second here to uh, showcase my editing skills. Edit. Yep. <laughs> you beautiful bastard. Okay, everybody. Please give us a five-star review if you're listening on a podcast feed. Please subscribe five to us stars. on your YouTube if you uh, are listening there slash watching there and uh, enable notifications. Uh, new episodes are out on Thursdays, but go to murdermoose.com. Go to Rod underscore Johnston on t- Twitter and Twitch. Go to joshwrb.com and joshwrb on Twitter and Twitch and Instagram and all those places. And just come give us a love because we love you. And I think that's about all. And, and I'm two doing more, a dance for no reason. Two more episodes. You can't see that. You, if you're not on YouTube, you can't see it. So go to fucking YouTube.com slash. You can't even find us on there yet because we need you to subscribe so we can get to the threshold so we can get our own name on fucking YouTube. Exactly. Uh, it's become increasingly harder to accomplish these things on social media platforms because... I don't know. Algorithms don't like human beings anymore. Mm-hmm. We're not AI enough for them, Rod. We're not. Or not. I mean, I have an AI penis, but that's the, besides the point. And well, wow. he calls soon it to, Mulder. Coming, coming soon to OnlyFans. No, I'm <laughs> okay, everybody. Josh, I love your face. I will talk to you soon. I love you, buddy. And goodbye. Bye. Poop. What the hell? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs>